we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the effects of pornography on dating, especially among the youth. Now, I think it's important to talk about this because um, this is a man's channel, and look, I'm not against women. Of course, I'm not misogynistic. I might be skeptical of marriage but i am pro any marriage as exists currently i don't like to see marriages break apart unless it's absolutely necessary and i do worry about uh, human civilization and i'm fascinated with intergender dynamics and i think there's some things at play that have made dating amongst the youth uh perilous as well so you'll see it commonly played out uh, and, and, you know, I, I go to a trad, trad cath parish, traditional conservative, just in case you don't know what that means. And I, I've seen this played out by many people where women, young girls, high school, college girls, girls in their 20s lament how they can't find men that are willing to date them. And these are not cows. These are attractive, virtuous women who wear skirts and, and chapel veils and kind of like the old model the jane austen model that that everybody used to like and i think there's a lot of factors at play as to why this is as to why there is this surplus of women and there that the that men their age let's say 22 year old man we'll just say the whole time 22 year old man is uh the, is is reluctant to date them and i think i think we can boil this under three factors one is I would say that there is a segment of college age men that are MGTOW. Now, whether or not they're MGTOW because they've had a family member get divorce raped, like an un uncle, father, uh, could be it could be that like they saw their father lose the kids, lose the money, and, and so forth, and you know take take up a drinking problem or whatever. Could be that. Uh, but I do think that that the the combination of Marriage being the most perilous it's ever been for men, given the, the court system and no-fault divorce. I think that coupled with just seeing ancillary examples in people's lives, in their lives, or in the public, of men who've been ruined by marriage, I think makes boys, college age, skeptical. I mean, you look at Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Uh, you know, God, we could spend so much time on that. I think we have an episode on that. But he still makes these overtures to Kim. I want you. You got to come back. I want you. My life's empty without you. Even though I'm dating this thought, I need you. And then he's making her accusa accusations against her. It's just, I think there's there's a lot of college age college age guys are like, God, Kanye, dude, didn't you write Gold Digger? <laughs> and why are you simping? So I think there's this 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 combination of PUA mixed with the Tinder worldview of 
Well, this is the easiest time ever to get the P in human history, which it is. This is the easiest time in human history to get the P. Now, that is not something that I would like to brag about in where we are in Western civilization, but let's be real, it is. In the old days, yeah, you could always go to the whorehouse and brothel, every place. Going back to ancient Greece had these places. But the large majority of women were chaste. Now it's not like that. The large majority of women are not chaste. They're not chaste. So yeah, so why are 22-year-old guys thinking about, yeah, you know, this this trad con girl who wears a chapel veil is very sweet, and let's give her in this example the benefit of the doubt, that she's a virgin, that she believes in the indissolubility of marriage, a sweet girl, and she can't find a good guy. Uh, you know, I feel bad for these women because, because of thoughts, because of no-fault divorce, because of cluster B personality, whack job women, maybe their moms or old, certainly older women, have made men gun shy to date to date them because they could be like yeah you're, you're you're cool now but i don't know what you're going to be like in 25 years we have that einstein quote a man marries a woman spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman so you could see like yeah i could marry you and you'll be cool for a little while but i don't know and plus why buy the cow if I'm, i can get the milk for free i might not get it from you chase trad cath trad con but I can get it from two dates on any girl on Tinder if I have even a modicum of attractiveness. I think that's one thing. So it's this combo of just the PUA world with the Tinder world with the MGTOW uh, skepticism. Two, <coughs> excuse me, I think it is tea break. I know you can hear it in the mic. That's more of the credit to the kind of PUA hookup guys. Now, the next two are more about the incel types. I think we have this prevalence for the last 60 years of the divorced son, the son of a single mom. And I've mentioned this before that sons of single moms tend to end up being incels for a couple of reasons. One, and not all, I mean, there's going to be others that compensate and end up being Lotharios. One, they overcompensate with their mother because their father left them, whether or not they're old enough to know the true reason or the real reason. Maybe he was a deadbeat dad. We don't know. But he's not around. So the four-year-old son knows, oh, I better placate mom and be nice to mom. If not, she's going to leave me and I'll be an orphan. So he tends to be a baby, a, a mama's boy, right? You see this. And then later, as he gets older, he kind of uh, disperses that over-affectation or over-affection, over-pedestalization of the female form to all women. So then he tends to be kind of groveling around girls in middle school and high school. I'll do your homework because you'll like me more. You know, that he'll be the orbiter, the human tampon. And I think you couple that with he doesn't really have a lot of male role models, Lots of these guys, especially in specific communities and ethnic groups, they had don't have they don't have a lot of strong masculine male role models, and so they're surrounded by all this estrogen, and so they end up being nice guys, people pleaser, nice guy syndrome guys. So I think you you see this like they they end up being very awkward around women, even dudes that might be handsome, are very awkward around these attractive 21-year-old tradcons because they never really had luck with women in middle school, high school, and they have this nice guy syndrome that is so prevalent among sons and single moms. And I think the third one, and let's not underestimate this one, it's porn. 
you look at the the the, uh, the teen pregnancy rates. It is pretty much the lowest it's ever been in recorded history. I shouldn't say in recorded history, but in the least in the last fifty years since the seventies. And I think porn and studies bear this out. Porn has a lot to do with that. Men, young men, I mean, the average age that a, a boy looks at porn, I've seen studies that say it's age eight. They get hooked on this stuff. They're two clicks away from it. So please put filters on everything if you have children. Please. Or don't let them on the on the computer at all. They see these things. It's seared in their mind. They get addicted to it pretty quickly because, you know, men as, as, as typically were visual creatures. They get hooked on it very easily. So then you then then they're hooked on it. And so I think... Since they have this outlet for sex, and they're going to self-gratify, of course, when they're watching it, and I think that kind of uh, diffuses any desire to interact with women and have that physical touch. And I'm not talking about fornicating, because of course I'm, I'm against fornicating, but just in terms of being around the opposite sex, holding, kissing, the being in a relationship with an opposite sex, I think I think it's like, yeah, I don't need it. Be I'm too scared to approach women and uh, see, yeah, you might hurt me. And so I don't want to fall in love. So you see, I think porn plays a humongous role because a lot of guys are like, yeah, or webcam girls, which is you know such a corollary to porn. They're like, yeah, no, I'm good with porn. And so a lot of these guys, these incel types, just get sucked into the world of porn and gaming and they don't want to interact with people in general, but certainly not with women. They just want to be in their own world of, of essentially screens. And this is what technology has done. It's made us so have such high levels of connectivity, but also at the same time be exceedingly lonely. Yeah, you could talk to some dude in Taiwan and play Call of Duty with him, but you can't high-five that guy, hold that guy, hang out with that guy. It's not the same. We learned that with the Zoom meetings during COVID. It's not the same. So I could I could see, and again, I'm not sympathizing with the thoughts, but I could see why the trad cath, the trad con girls, they're like, I want to get married. I would I would try really hard to be a good wife. I believe in marriage vows. I will be feminine and virtuous and all these things that men want. But the the guys aren't there. The guys are scared. The guys won't approach. And of course, women don't want to approach men. That's exceedingly unattractive for a woman to have to approach men. And so you do see this small segment of, of, of women who are like, I would be a great wife. The guys aren't there. The guys are falling behind. We know the guys are falling behind academically. I remember being in college back in the 90s, and I worked with a professor who wrote this book, How the Boys Were Falling Behind Academically. And at the time, they were like laughing at her, like, this is a joke. It's the girls, you know, because it was all the feminist stuff. No, I mean, you see it borne out the last 25 years. Boys have fallen behind academically in terms of getting degrees, higher rates of incarceration, higher rate of drug use, all these things. And this is just another area. Their psychosexual development is lagging and falling behind. And it's a problem. And it is a problem. So guys, if you're listening, your father with kids who are young, teenage kids, or if you're a young guy, because we don't really have episodes for young guys here, work on yourself. Fix the intergenerational trauma. Work on yourself. Get off the porn. Porn is so insidious. It will destroy you. It will destroy any relationship you're in. Trust me. I was fortunate in that I never 
was attracted to it or hooked on it. God bless me because I'm so old. <laughs> they didn't have computers. was two clicks away. So I do feel bad for the younger kids. I feel bad for my sons. I hope they don't get hooked on it. <coughs> but just work on yourself. Work on your nice guy singer, your people pleaser. Work on your social skills and get off the screens, guys. Please get off the screens because ultimately screens um, don't give you the same effect as human interaction. And and don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you should be pumping and dumping. I'm not saying you should necessarily get married. That's ultimately your choice. What I'm saying is that there is value to social interaction and there is value to social interaction with the female sex as well. There is a concept of courtship. We used to have this concept of courtship where you can meet a woman, only meet her in public, Sit in restaurants or coffee shops or take a stroll in the park. Get to know or talk to her. Nothing sexual because, you know, sex blinds you, makes you stupid, and you won't see the red flags. And you can have that. We used to have that. that For most of human history, that's what we had. This let's have sex on the second day and meet in my place was inconceivable in every century prior to the 20th century. So you can have these types of relationships. And I would tell you guys who are kind of incel work on yourself. Fix your physical self, fix your psychological self, all the things we talk about here. And yes, I would tell you, interact on some level with women. I'm not saying you should have sex with them. I'm not saying you should cohabit with them. I'm not saying you should marry them per se, but interact with them because it's good for your your, your development. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. Yeah, you need an Apple product to do that. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, I'll defray the cost of hosting this in a server because I don't make any money from doing this. Just a hobby of love. There's also links for Naturopathic Earth, the website. Go check out all the articles and all the podcasts I've ever done are over there. And lastly, please follow or subscribe to The Awakened Man, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obi Shop. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember... Freedom is better than needle. Until next time.